right, all right, all right. Thank you for tuning in yet again to another episode of the Straight Love Podcast. I am your buttery-voiced co-host, DP Derek Paulson, and with me, as always and forever, is my BFF for life, the one and only Double J, Jimothy Jaworski, a.k.a. Jaws, a.k.a. Cricket, a.k.a. The guy who will just cover you with happiness and wonderful thoughts and feelings. At least that's how I feel when you're around, man. Peaceful to be here. Yeah. Peaceful to be here. I dig that. And uh, we're just totally tickled pink all around, uh, once again, that you have chosen to take uh, some sort of time out of your life so that uh, we could be injected into your earways, saying all of the things that we plan on saying. And today is another one of the podcast episodes where we do have a lot to cover. Uh, I recently turned 40 years old. I shaved off my beard in an effort to feel younger. It has worked to a certain degree. I feel like I've got more of a spring in my step, despite the fact that I feel like I'm a lot more exposed. I'm certainly a lot more exposed to the elements and living here in Canada, especially in Winnipeg. Things can get a little chilly in the wintertime and my face is not used to having to deal with these kinds of things. But I don't know, man. It's... um. Uh, it's 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 the, the the difference between what I look like with a beard and without seems to be shocking for people. I was talking to somebody at work the other day in the elevator, and about thirty seconds into the conversation, they were like, "Oh, Derek, <laughs> You're, that's for real." <laughs> yeah, hundred percent. Wow. Like, you, is it that much of a? Well, drastic- I've known. I mean, I've known you since we were twelve or thirteen or whatever it was, and you've always been covered in hair. But <laughs> I mean, that's true, actually. So yeah. it's. I can't, yeah, it's easy for me to discern, but it's a dramatic difference. I've been a hairy person for, Mm. I mean, I don't know if I've actually told this story on the podcast before, but when I was 13 years old, I think, just going into junior high, uh, after the summer, you come back, and I had my first gym class, and over the summer, I just, for whatever reason, sprouted a lot of body hair. You know, I had the chest hair going, I had the treasure trail down the tummy, and that kind of thing. And the first gym class that I had when we were changing, took my shirt off, looked around, and I was like, oh, I'm different. Kids are like, whose dad is in gym class with us now? Should we tell the teacher? Yeah, something is, one of these things is not like the other. Yeah. But, uh, you know. You've blossomed. Uh, that's a, thank, thanks, man. That's a good yeah. word for Early it. Early and beautifully. <laughs> I feel so loved. Speaking of feeling loved, I, I you know, uh, speaking of turning 40, I had uh, recently had a birthday party that was a surprise to me. I didn't know that it was going to be happening. My uh, lovely girlfriend, Cybel, uh, uh, Ballista Style on Instagram, uh, made some arrangements for my closest family and friends to gather at Earl's on uh, Portage by Polo Park there and... Um, yeah, she kind of took me out there under the false pretense that I was going to be spending the afternoon uh, having a quiet lunch with my mother and father. And lo and behold, I walk in and I just saw a bunch of smiling, loving, wonderful faces, many of whom I haven't seen in a while, many of whom I see on a regular basis. And I can't remember the last time I felt that much love and happiness. And it was just, it was such a uh, an amazing, amazing day. I no one's ever done anything like that for me before i've been to a lot of surprise parties and been like oh this is so much fun but it's never you know happened for me and and that was 
I, I don't know. It was just, it was a really great day, man. And thank you for, for being there as well. Oh, uh, my pleasure. Bell said there was going to be gummy. So I was like, yeah, I think I can make it. Yeah. We, uh, shout out to, uh, what's the name of that place in Polo there that has, they're like gluten free. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. Um, well, I'll have to double check on that, but that, it's, well, see, that kind of brought my perspective a little bit because I didn't know that gummies could be not vegan. Like I just thought candy was candy. And yeah. Oh, yeah, I get what you're saying. Yeah. 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 And no. Cam- yeah. Me neither. Yeah. And 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 uh, Cam and uh, Whitney, are, Whitley. Sorry, Whitley. Yeah. Are both vegan. And yeah. when they found out that we, it's going to bother me that I don't know what the name of this place is, but we got the candy that was uh, gluten-free or vegan-friendly from Polo, uh, they had explained to me that the reason that they were so excited about that is because they can't usually eat candy because candy has some sort of animal glutinous byproduct in it, So, which kind of turned me off from gummy bears going <laughs> yeah. forward and kind of I, I i can't imagine that you would need to insert animal products into candy but hey you know i learned something new and they were happy and i was happy and the candy was dead dead delicious so uh shout out to jim is just looking up on his phone right now uh squish candy boom that's that it, it? squish yeah. candy thank you to the lovely people at squish candy your candy is delectable it so was good I, it, I enjoyed it yeah it was I super good it. Yeah. and a lot of different varieties and that kind of thing so that was kind of a nice added touch um of course the parents were there a bunch of bell's friends were there a bunch of my friends were there uh love you all so much thank you for being there uh it was just um such a, a heartwarming I, I was buzzing for like a day and a half two days afterwards it was just a, a, a really awesome awesome uh, venue and, uh, and and experience so uh, much love and yeah yeah a huge thank you from the bottom of my heart okay so moving along uh, along here uh, I wanted to share and I don't really know how to preface this but this is something that I came across the other day that kind of bothered me a little bit and uh, James and I talked about this very briefly before uh, this particular episode started and he hadn't heard about this so i thought maybe this was something that i could share on the podcast with uh, with our listeners and the reason that this bothered me so much first of all this is and, and a lot of people might be aware of this there was a uh, the today show in uh, australia in brisbane they unfortunately on their morning show they 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 uh, were shaming a uh, a wife and mother who, as far as I can tell, was just being uh, a lovely person for... The Today Show was... Australia's Today Show. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so this is kind of a reputable... Sure. I don't know if you call it a news program, entertainment program, whatever it is. Right. But uh, so they had a... a Presumably a, something that should have an ob- objective, unbiased platform. Yes. Presumably. Yeah, presumably, sure. for sure. Okay. Um, but I... I and... and well, the reason I wanted to share this with you and, and maybe to get some people's feedback out there and what they think of this is that, and I'm going to play the video for you in a second, but but w- what they were basically saying is that this woman was kind of uh, going out of her way a little bit too much to, I don't want to even say satisfy, but just to kind of make life a little bit easier for uh, her family. So this woman gets up at 4.30, 4.30 in the morning every day she bakes uh, her husband breakfast and coffee and presumably just kind of gets the day started for the family. Right. And that was enough for them to call her out as like some sort of somebody that, that, that we should be poking fun at. Okay. So first of all, this, okay, you know what? I'm, I'm going to play, play the video, play, play the video here and, and yeah. we'll kind of talk about this afterwards. 
50s, or at least that's what I thought when I read this Brisbane mum's Facebook post. Brooke Smith shared her routine online. Here's what she said. I always make sure I don't go to bed until everyone's lunches are packed, their clothes are set out for the next day, including my husband's, and the house is clean, dishwasher is on, and a load of washing is on. I always get up early, 4.30, with my husband to make his breakfast and coffee. Um, go, Brooke. <laughs> Whatever. Um, I mean, I, I tell you what, though, Chris. I mean, a lot of people um, online are, are saying, well done, are praising her. Who? Who are these people? <laughs> oh, has he hypnotised her or something? Who does this stuff? Making his breakfast and then putting his clothes out of a night? Is he disabled or something? Like, seriously. So to get a grip and get off your bum and do stuff yourself. My only theory is that she might actually like her husband and she might actually like to get up at 4.30 and spend time. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I like my husband, but make your own bloody breakfast <laughs> and coffee. Yeah. I mean, you know. But the thing, apparently this couple run an MMA fighting gym. Oh, like mixed and martial arts. Mixed martial arts, and they also breed bulldogs, so they can do whatever they want. I'm not going to argue. Hey, you know what? If it makes her happy... But, I mean, nothing in that list of things there were, you know. And she's like, got four children under the age of six. But did you see her photos too? She still has time to, like, make her hair yeah. look good yeah. and put her makeup on. She looks gorgeous. Yeah. Oh, yeah. gorgeous. Yeah, making the rest of us look bad. Okay, so she's making the rest of the people look bad. Yeah, uh, they just they just gave away their whole reason <laughs> for what they just said. What do you mean by that? Well, there's a lot there. Oh, and, and that's why I thought it was so like, fascinating. Like, let's unpackage this. Right? Yeah, but it's just, I, I, it's super interesting that right at the end of it, they're saying she's making us all look bad. Interesting. Okay, yeah. so, I, I, yeah, I, I, okay. so, so there's certainly a component of jealousy in there. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. I mean, that's that you undeniable. Can't handle, that you can't handle yourself, so you're just going to call this woman out. Right, like uh, she, nationally or whatever this program. This is. woman has stepped up her game to it to a level Absolutely. that they just they, they they would never be able to match. It is so it's so unfair to apply what is a dated and archaic stereotype of the woman taking care of the family and the home, which she the this woman here is proud to do. Proud to do, seemingly. Yeah. It, it, this, this, she's not being influenced by her husband no. in any way, saying you need to do this. Exactly. It, it sounds like she wants to do this. Exactly. And they're applying an archaic stereotype about a woman having certain responsibilities and duties that are predefined that a woman should have. I'm doing air quotes right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they're lambasting her for it and saying shit like, does he have her hypnotized? Unfair. Yeah, that's so like, unfair. There's so much about that that's super unfair and super fucking ignorant. Doesn't it feel gross though? Like, it does. It's thing. super gross. Yeah, it's it super really gross. Does. Like, how do you know that this woman doesn't take a. And it sounds like it. How do you know that it doesn't make her feel fulfilled and she takes pride in doing that for people? Like, exactly. If and, and what's wrong with that? What is wrong with that? If there's ever any common thread of the things that I watch and read and listen to and. It's be in service to others. There's a difference in being in service and being taken advantage of. But I'm pretty sure that if this woman felt as though she were being taken advantage of, she wouldn't be posting things on Facebook and saying, hey, everybody, want to know what my day is like? I wake up at 4.30. I do all this stuff for the people that I love and I care about. Mm -hmm. And whatever else they said, I didn't see any photo or anything like that. But they said she's making us look bad because she looks... Uh, attractive and she keeps yeah, in shape yeah, and everything on like that. On top of everything else. So yeah, you're basically also... coming down on this woman that she seems to be living like a really great life for herself that she's proud of and enjoys. Right. So kind of go fuck yourselves. <laughs> 
yeah man that sums it up that really does sum it up i don't really and i don't know i don't know why like if and you know you, you couldn't see the video the way that i could but they're all laughing in a very like mockery kind yeah. of way and i just i don't know why that seems to be like so accepted like oh this is of course the narrative that people are going to take like that this is completely outrageous that this woman does this kind of stuff like and I don't know what that's a product of. Like, for whatever reason, saying to a woman, like, it's it's fine to be independent. It's fine to be strong. It's fine to be... These are all good qualities for anyone. For anyone, totally. But at the expense of, does that mean that you then don't want to show love and kindness? Right. Depending on the way that you perceive it, uh, serving could be viewed as a very negative word. You know, this this woman is serving yeah, her, her right. husband or her family. Right. But when you said service to others, I immediately think of like volunteerism and right. doing good for other people. So what you know, like lighten up. My God. Completely like, lighten this, up. This is this is not a weak woman, you know, like yeah. you're, you're, the people are, 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 are you know, unfortunately looking at this like, oh the, you know, this this poor woman needs to uh, yeah, and like you said, this you're making it sound like we're going back to the days when it's silly when women couldn't vote, right? Do you know what I mean? Like the the sad part about it is, yes, let's everyone be independent. Yes, let's everyone be you know have our own power. Let's mm -hmm. everyone do that, men, women, anyone alike. It doesn't matter. Yes, but what you're saying right now is because we live in the year 2020. Yeah, that. A woman or anyone for that matter can't choose that life for themselves. Oh, exactly. You exactly. can't like you can't choose to be the keeper of the home. Right. You know, what? the one that the one that uh, doesn't provide monetarily but provides everything else, which exactly. is more important. I th yeah, it's Do you know what I mean? I would agree. I would so agree. like that's why that's dog shit to me. That's so dog this is a super duper true story. Someone very, very close to me who is still with the same person that they were at the time. They were just boyfriend, girlfriend at the time. Cause this is literally like 20 years ago. And, uh, they are, they have been married now, uh, and have children. I remember years ago, this person saying to me, I just want to be a mom. I just want to make lunches and I want to take my children places mm -hmm. and I want to provide that way. That's what I will find meaningful in my life. Okay. We were like teenagers or early twenties when this person said this to me. Mm -hmm. So what's wrong with that? I don't know. You know I what know. I mean? I, I would, I would love to hear why that's a problem. Like I, I, and I know people on this program are shitting on it exactly and yeah, they're not the only ones either you know like i don't know why if, if if that's what a woman wants if that's what she aspires to be like a a, a woman who takes care of her home and her family right full time and that's it that's where her focus is right why am i gonna say anything bad to that person if yeah. that what the fuck does that have to do with me good nothing point. at all yeah even better point nothing like, yeah live your life girl i don't give a shit like i mean it's ridiculous yeah, and like, I mean, you know, and speaking of speaking of stories, actually, this this reminds me of um, what happened to my sister, who happens to be, uh, well, I, I, actually, she's not really a stay at home mom anymore because she does have she's a, a teacher assistant at a at a, at a local school where my nephews, uh, one of my nephews goes, but uh, her husband, my brother in law, who I love more, I love like a brother, you know, he's he's super close to me, he's a construction worker, yeah, and. He lives outside the city. He lives about an hour away. You know, mm -hmm. that's where their home is. So he's working early, early mornings and late, late nights. Like this guy's getting up, I don't know, at the crack of dawn. And he's not getting home sometimes until like 9, 10 o'clock at night. This guy is a great provider yeah. for the family. Right. You know, and he's a fantastic father. He's always engaged. You know, when he's with his with his boys, like, I mean, I, he, I, 
he's someone that I aspire to be if I'm ever a father someday. My sister and my brother-in-law were at a, uh, a work get-together for, for my brother-in-law, and uh, the wives get together, and then the, the husbands get together, and everybody kind of talks. And it came up that my sister makes my brother-in-law's lunches for him. Mm-hmm. You know, like she just, because when he gets home, he's so he's so tired. He just wants sure. to sleep. Yeah. He wants to take a shower and go to bed. So it's one thing that she does. She just makes his lunch. Mm-hmm. And she was telling this, and she was, again, like the woman could not believe it they were just kind of like i don't want to say it was um they mocked her but they were just kind of like oh yeah. i would never dream of doing that for yeah. my husband you got to be kidding me he can make his own fucking lunch just like they said on this this news program yeah. here he can lay out his own clothes he can make his own fucking coffee of course he could sure. but i mean you're making things easier for him. you're helping you know, you're, each you're other helping each other you're supporting each other right that's what it is and so then it just goes back to one these people are it's something of their own personal selves. Like that woman said, she's making us look bad. Mm. Well, then don't blame her that you feel inadequate. It leads me to believe that these people don't understand what support is. Support doesn't have uh, the same complexion for everybody. Unfortunately, yes, there was a point in time, and I know it still exists out there, but there was a point in time where it was the woman stays home, the man goes out and works. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But today... People can choose all the time. Yes. And if and if a person wants to choose to be at home or choose to go and work, then great, do your thing. Let them make that choice. Do your thing. Yeah. And, and don't and in mock the situation them for it. of your your family, that sounds to me like a pretty pretty a okay compromise. That sure. sounds like a pretty a okay. I'm supporting you. You're supporting me. Mm-hmm. So that's wonderful. Yeah. Like it's just I don't know. It makes me really. It's like you said, it's gross that people, not to focus on this one example, but if you make someone else's lunch for them, that like you've compromised your integrity and (laughs) and worth as a human being. Or as a woman, yeah. Yeah, Or as a woman, right? Like you've compromised yourself because of that. That's that's appalling to me, actually. So so let's let's try and dig it. A little deeper on this um and if, and again you know we have to have a female guest on the program because i feel like we're missing yeah, that, we that female yeah. voice we really yeah. are and i don't like i i would love to know why is this kind of narrative on a national program that today show like you said that is by all intents and purposes a, a reputable program that uh should have an unbiased na- narrative where do we kind of point the finger and say okay well the, the reason that this is being accepted is because this is happening this is a product of that you know i hear a lot now about you know raising our daughters like you know strong independent women don't need a man that doesn't mean that they don't they shouldn't want a man but i mean you know thinking about the way that i feel as a 40 year old man who i think is a genuinely uh you know loving good person if i saw a woman who had the qualities of hey you know what uh family is that important to me Mm -hmm. that i would want like those are attractive qualities to me like for other guys it would be like oh i don't want a woman that's just going to stay home and not do anything Mm -hmm. because that's their that's their you know perspective is that a woman at home isn't pulling her weight which is ridiculous absolutely you know there's a lot of guys out there would say wow that's that's exactly what i'm looking for in a woman is, is someone who wants to support the family in that way right so what are we missing here there's difference between the expectation of something and the allowance of choice and as we were saying earlier if a person wants to choose that life for them if that's how they want to choose to support their family then fine i don't know for example this couple but let's say the mom wanted to have a career for herself now it would be a different story if the dad said nope you're at home 
do that. Right, exactly. That's yeah. a whole different story. 100%. Hopefully, there's enough respect in that relationship that the dad would say, okay, let's figure out how to make that work. We need childcare. We need to do, th- we'll make it work. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Let's do that. And so these people are commenting first and foremost on something that they do not have all the facts about right clearly mm-hmm. and they have their own predefined notion of what it what the complexion of that is mm-hmm. now one thing for sure you and i will never be able to relate to is that we can't bear children right so we don't know what it's like to have that maternal what's the word i'm looking for here maternal instinct yeah no, sure okay. instinct and just being of themselves sure. right uh-huh. so i can't comment with any sort of intelligence or credibility as to women who were moms they have the draw towards that the meaningfulness behind that like i had given the example of the person i spoke about earlier hmm. you know what i mean i've i've heard more women say things like that than i've heard men I have one friend, I've only actually ever heard it to this sort of emphatic degree. I have one friend, I remember, he used to work at a gas station. We were teenagers, I'd drop by every now and then, just go visit him and shoot the shit. And he had said to me at one point in time, again, we were teenagers, he said, I just can't wait to be a dad. Yeah. But it's not going to be the same as that feeling of being a mother, right? Like you are carrying life inside of you and and all that stuff that goes with being able to be a mom. Hmm. And I just think it's, I don't know, I just think it's sad that these people are coming down on this woman for something that she seems to take great pride in well this this yeah yeah great point and this and it's super meaningful like I, 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 and she's obviously getting meaning out of it so yeah like how is it I don't know I just it seems bizarre to me well this this all kind of seems to be falling under this perception uh, umbrella that seems to be the the underlying theme of this episode all of a sudden it's just the, the way that people are looking at this is from their perspective and I, you know, I don't have a problem saying, trying to at least look at it from other ways, but that doesn't mean that I'm going to uh, change my opinion in any way. I feel pretty strongly about this. I would, I would like to hear more about what that other perspective is. And if it is just the fact that, you know, uh, people are saying that it's, it's, it's a, an archaic way of, of doing things. Well, and perspective is enormous perspective it's, is it's been, everything man yeah it's and it's been something that i'm sure has always been at the forefront of my life but probably for the last couple of months it's i guess i've been more keyed into it and aware of it and i'll tell you this having the opinion that your own perspective is the only perspective mm-hmm. which a lot of people do i don't i'm not sure there's any greater level of ignorance correct exactly entirely admittedly so I have for sure have have had instances where I think to myself, how could there be any other perspective but the one that I have? So you're saying that you've been ignorant? Yep. Okay. I guess I'm saying that. Okay. And and just for clarity, like ignorance can be thrown around as a very uh, disparaging word, but basically what it means is to be without knowledge, right? Exactly. Yeah. With to be without knowledge, to be with limited knowledge. Correct. And truthfully, when you only have one perspective, that being your own. I think it's pretty hard to not be under the umbrella of having limited knowledge. Correct. I agree. And, and, and I've been there too. I know what it feels like to look at something and say like this, of course it's this way, yeah. you know, and, and the, the example that I think of, and this is uh, in a book that I read, I can't remember which one it might've been power versus force. But the author, I've got a David Hawkins, David R. Hawkins. Yeah. Um, he gave an example of, of someone who would be standing on a street corner begging for, for change. Yeah. 
and it's the same street corner it's the same person begging for change but it's the way that people look at that situation that's going to determine what the truth is for them Mm -hmm. so i could walk past this guy and think oh i wonder what happened to him in his life Mm -hmm. to to have him brought to this point right and have empathy Correct. Whereas the guy right behind me might walk by and be like, fucking bum, get a job. Correct. Like, fuck this guy. Correct. Leech on the system. Next person walks by and is like, wow, I wonder what I can do to help this person. Mm-hmm. You know, like, it's just same street corner, same person, different perception. Everybody in that in that instance is right within that moment, but uh, it's almost like your default is the way that you kind of view the world, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, it is the way that is typical, customary, so to speak. No one knows unless you actually ask or know that person that's on the corner. Maybe they were a single parent and having trouble getting by or just kind of scraping by. Yep. And obviously, heaven forbid, maybe they lost their child. Maybe their child passed away. Everybody's got a story, man. And that could be one of them. 100%. And that sunk that person's life. Could be. They yep. lost their job. They lost their house mm-hmm. because they couldn't cope with what had happened to them in their lives. Yep. And now they're on the street. Mm-hmm. If you knew that, would you think... Get a fucking job. Get a fucking job, yeah, you lazy totally. bum? Exactly. You wouldn't. Exactly. You'd be like, wow. Yeah. That person needs the biggest, longest hug in the universe. I think that... Yeah. <laughs> I like the way you said that, man. That's good. Yeah, I, I think that sometimes it's, it's difficult for people to develop that empathy without either... Um, being exposed to it in some way or at least learning about it in some way you know like I do a lot of volunteering at mm-hmm. Salome Mission here and I can tell you right now walking through that place when you know we're serving lunch and that kind of thing there's everybody there's everybody there from every walk of life you know you, you start to kind of realize that hey you know what if if my life would have gone in a different direction if I hadn't have been as lucky because God knows I've been extremely lucky um in a lot of different situations that I've gotten myself into. Who knows? I could have been a guest there. I might still be one day. I don't yeah. know. I yeah. really don't know. What, what if I get some sort of crippling illness and mm-hmm. I can't, you know, and I lose my job or something like that and I can't work? Mm-hmm. It could happen. It absolutely you know? could happen. So it's it, it would be ignorant of me to think that it couldn't. And that's why I think it's easier for me to, to go through life and see these kinds of, of, uh, of, of situations and, and be able to to definitely look at them a lot differently. That's a great perspective for sure to have, and I agree with it. But this can be just very close to home. It doesn't need to be sort of all-encompassing, I guess maybe is the way that I'm trying to put this. It's great that it should be having that no judgment hat, no judgment of whatever it is that you see around you. So, you know, the person that's on the corner, um, you don't have to give them what's what's all in your wallet or Mm -hmm. anything like that, but you certainly don't have to look at them and turn your nose and say, ah, you're just a bum. Sure. But this all translates to your direct personal life and everything that you do Mm -hmm. the ability to have relationships and to have conversations where you're willing to see another perspective that isn't yours and you're willing to explain your perspective that's why it's such a powerful thought statement idea to say talk about things oh god you're so right man. talk about things and ask questions oh, it, 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 why can't you ask questions anymore sometimes i feel like asking a question people will will perceive that as you not kind of being on board with the narrative like for instance like let's say i don't understand something that you feel very strongly about and i ask you a question that makes you feel uncomfortable because i'm trying to learn some people will interpret that as oh well you know i'm out of here because i don't need to i don't need to explain myself right you know well then how am i gonna like i'm i'm trying to listen i am right yeah so 
help. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly and, it. And if, and if you can't explain your position, then we've got a problem here. Because how am I going to be on, on board with something that I don't understand if you're not going to help me understand it? I don't know. It, it, maybe is that onus on me to figure it out on my own? I don't know. I don't think so. I think what you're saying is exactly right. And I, I like what you're saying about, hey, I don't know if I'm interpreting this correctly. Yes. Or my perspective is different from yours. Yes. Can we find out why it's different? Can you help me, like you said, understand help? Right. Can you help me understand what your perspective is? Because mine's different. Mm -hmm. And maybe we need to work together on something for a common goal. And I don't understand what it is or your viewpoint. But if the other person doesn't have a capacity or capability to address that, yeah. then again, you're kind of stuck in terms of expanding your own perspective and, and learning. Like this is... I don't know, I sort of, maybe I get a bit up on a soapbox about this or I got a bone to pick with this kind of shit, but it's just, it really, people just need to talk more. People just Ugh. need to communicate more instead no of just getting exasperated and being like, oh, you don't get it. Exactly. Or, oh, totally, shouldn't totally. have to fucking explain myself. Or yeah. it's that thing where we all sort of think that everyone has the same perspective that we do, but it's, look around at every fucking thing <laughs> on this planet mm -hmm. and you will have examples everywhere you look yeah if everyone had the same perspective they would only make one type of car <laughs> it would only come in one color yeah maybe it'll come to that man and have the same options because everyone would have the same perspective of what they like yeah. and think is important or that they need i don't want to beat it to death with trying to understand perspective but there there i've found that there's such great power in education and being able to want to get down to more of than just your own perspective and it's pretty and it's not that tough yeah. i mean granted you have to have willing parties on both sides like you said when you're asking the questions uh, to have them answered or responded to mm -hmm. but i think that's something that's just greatly greatly overlooked in everything that we do you know what i'd like to go back to man and, and i don't know maybe this is just kind of the world that i'm living in as far as what i'm exposing myself to but i, I seem to see a lot of us treating people based on what they are rather than who they are meaning so meaning let's say for instance you take a look at someone and they identify as a feminist mm -hmm. well you've you know instead of saying to yourself okay well this person hates all men yeah uh why not just get to know who, yeah. who that person is right. and understand what being a feminist is to them yeah you know like we're just so quick to tell ourselves stories and paint people all with the same brush rather than who they are on an individual basis and and again maybe maybe I'm, I'm 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 not accurate in this because i see certain things and then i think that everything is this way but i think that just because somebody is i don't know where i'm going with this necessarily i get where you're i get where you're going with that for sure and i think it's something that's just happened all the time and continues to happen and it makes me think of for example you know like i, I work a white collar job right mm -hmm. and so I've for certain had this preconditioned, predisposed opinion that because I work a white collar job and it is a requirement of the job that I have that everyone has to be considerably educated. Okay. That doesn't make you smart. What doesn't make you smart? Just because you opinion? have a bunch of education. Oh. <laughs> it doesn't make you smart. Like yeah, in, in some instances, it just means like you got a really good memory and you're able to fucking that's you know, right. You, you passed some tests. Yeah, Congratulations. For sure, for sure. Because for sure in my years doing this, I've come across some pretty fucking big dipshits. Me too. And it's interesting because it's sort of the converse of what you're saying. I'm I'm taking this perhaps more 
credit given approach to people and oh, saying, oh, okay. well, that's a different way of looking at yeah, it. Yeah. You know, you're, you're educated or you've climbed the ranks to have this position, et cetera, et cetera. But I've certainly come across instances where sure, maybe you've attained this level of seniority and whatnot, but and one specific example comes to mind, but you're <laughs> you're you're awful with people. Yeah, you've got you're zero people awful skills. with people. Yeah, and are they oblivious to that? Oh yeah, a little. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was gonna say a little bit, but that's wrong. A lot bit, <laughs> a lot bit. Yeah, that's that's that's. I mean, that's another can of worms. Is self awareness, right? People sometimes they just they don't they just they don't know. You know, they just don't know. And again, it's again it goes back to perspective because. I have trouble understanding how do you not know? Like, what is your perspective here that you that you don't know? Well, I, I mean, self-awareness is just that, though, right? I mean, if you, you either have self-awareness or you don't. I, at least that's what I think. I mean, you're going through life just being a certain way, completely oblivious to the way that you're being perceived. Yes, but there's also, for me... And you've heard these concepts as well, that there is no right and wrong, you know, that there's just higher vibration or lower vibration mm-hmm. or higher attractors and lower tra- attractors. But I struggle with that one because in my mind, there is right and wrong. But yet it doesn't, for some people, n- not that I've never made a mistake in my life or not that I have never done anything where I I shouldn't have in retrospect or maybe even at the time that wasn't me being the best person I could be mm-hmm. and I'm not using that I, I also have a hard time I guess I struggle a little bit with uh, people doing their best at the time that's one of those things you know you did your best at the time or you meant well there's an element of dog shit in there for me because I would say someone being like I did my best at the time I, I don't know for certain things there's a bit of, there's a little part of me that would say I think you knew that you could have done better. It's, it's, an, it's an excuse to it's make themselves feel better? It's a bit of an excuse. Better? Yeah, it's a bit of an excuse. Like, you could have done a little bit better. Huh. You didn't have to do it exactly that way. You hurt someone and you didn't need to. Oh. For example, okay. I, I don't have anything specific, but I just, I think those things are there everywhere. And I don't like the so-and-so meant well. So-and-so did their best. It's a, it's getting to be a little bit too mm. much of a fucking scapegoat to me. Okay, okay. I see where you're going with that. You know? Yeah. They meant their best. Okay, so... Then your best sucks. I was just going to say, so even if they did, based on the outcome... Yeah. (laughs) Your best (laughs) fucking sucks. (laughs) Hey, hey, your best? Not nearly good enough. (laughs) No. If that's your best, Jesus, what's your worst? (laughs) Yeah. But that's what I mean. And it goes back to what you're saying about self-awareness. If you're content with reflecting, contemplating, which I don't think a whole ton of... Well, I I shouldn't say shit like that. That's not fair of me to say. Reflection and contemplation are important. It Mm -hmm. means you're taking the time at the end of your day or at the end of your week to review what has happened and to say... What could I have done better? Where uh, should I have been okay. better? Okay, that's better. Yeah, I see what you're Things saying. Things like that. Yeah. Okay, so like I tried my best. It wasn't good enough. Now what can I learn from this? That's right. Now okay. what can I do better? As opposed to just being like, well, I did my best. Because then, you know what? Again, that's just, that's an easy out. Hmm. And you can, if you want to say that, then I'm going to say, if you're going to go with the, I did my best at the time, then you need to make a commitment to yourself which is a commitment to the universe to say that best sucked 
and I'm not gonna let that best happen again because that best is a fucking two out of ten. Well, you know what, man? That's that's when real change starts to happen. That's when real right? change. That's accountability. That's, that's accountability. I was that's, just about to say that. There you 100%. go. Yeah, that's 100% accountability. And yeah. I mean, you know, those are the kind of people that I like to hang around. Yeah, that's the, those are the for people sure. I like to have in my life. For people that you know are are gonna are gonna try, and are try gonna try. Yeah, thank yeah. you. Are gonna try. Because you know what, you're you're not only are you doing that for yourself, but you're also doing that for the people that uh, that you that you surround yourself with. Like, let's say that you you put in your best effort, it's not good enough, and you let a lot of people down. Well, let's say let's say that happens again. Well, how do you think that those people are are, are you know going to rely on you going forward? And I don't want to you know make anybody anxious here or anything like that, but the, 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 that's the that's the reality of the situation. You know, like if you're consistently letting people down and you're letting yourself down, you got to look at yourself in the mirror and say, okay, well, what can I do here? Take control of your own story. I, I, I keep on coming back to that. Take it. Yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm hundred percent on board with that. It's just, I think that people, sorry for interrupting you, man, but I, I do think that people sometimes for whatever reason, just feel too powerless. You know, they, they, they don't think they don't have the confidence or the wherewithal to be able to make significant changes significant positive changes that are gonna really start to you know change their life in in important ways i think that's true also i i think not everyone is going to be in that space but i i also believe that like anything else when you start to put yourself in that position to do that when you take the necessary action albeit if you're taking little ladybug sized steps there's still steps the first time anyone ever goes to the gym, yeah. you're not going to the far end of the rack and picking up the shit that's real big and heavy. Hey, man, the first time that you're going to the gym, maybe sometimes you don't even walk into the gym. Maybe you just get your ass to the parking lot. Yeah, you know? exactly. Yeah. And this kind of stuff isn't any different than having that self-awareness. And maybe the starting point is, okay, at the end of the day or at the end of the week, you reflect back and you say, what have I done? What haven't I done? What couldn't I? What could I have done? What couldn't I have done? What occurred to me? That's great advice. The things that we consume materialistically as human beings, right? Mm -hmm. So everyone has a phone and they create this technology. It's gone leaps and bounds in the in years. And there's bugs with phones and they fix shit and they come out with new things. Why? To evolve this particular part of our world. And because people be like, that's that's dog shit. I want more out of this. Or this didn't do well for me. Or this connectivity sucks. Or this Wi-Fi sucks. Improve it. Figure out how to improve it. Figure sure. out how to make it better. 100%. Otherwise, I don't want to have anything to do with it. Yeah. So why can't we do that as people? I, I mean, I, we, we can and we do. There's lots of people that will. There are, for sure. There I are mean, a lot of people. When you talk about contemplation, but it's just making time to do that. Taking the, taking the opportunity to have those moments. Right? I mean, how many people do that self-assessment? I mean, at work, at the end of a, of a, of a huge project, uh, we'll debrief at the end. Okay, what went right? What went wrong? Right. How do we make sure that we don't make the same mistakes in the future or whatever it is? Do that with your life. Do that at the end of the week. Do that, you know, like figure out, take a step back. Maybe, you know, you, something went wrong in your relationship along the week. Maybe you're, uh, maybe something broke down between mm -hmm. you and your son or you and your mom or, or whatever it is. Have that moment to figure it out. Write it out. Again, we go back to journaling, like always. Yeah. Write it out. See what it looks like on paper. Do a positive, negative fucking, you know, chart or something like that. Figure out how you can change to go, uh, you know, going forward. H 
have an internal dialogue with yourself on paper. See yeah. what comes out. And that's super, super great advice. That's a great tool to use. And it makes me think of David Goggins, mm -hmm. who is just a savage of a man. Just a machine from a different planet. And, yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, Google and he, David Goggins and, uh, <laughs> and, and, and yeah. just, just sit and go. back and just try and feel good about yourself after that because yeah. this guy is yeah, he's next level. And he had posted a video about how he, I guess, I, I believe if I'm remembering right, he... He, he journals whether it's at the end of the day or the beginning of the day for what's to come right like what the aspirations are and whether it's daily or weekly I don't quite remember and he will like you just said he will go back to it and he'll look at it and, and he'll read and say did I do what I wanted to do yep. yes or no Sure. if yes how did I get there yeah. if no why didn't I get there mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and what am I going to do exactly. in response to it Right. and that's basically an actual uh, like physical action of contemplation like actually writing it down like you said mm -hmm. journaling it yeah and and taking action upon it well and and look at the kind of changes that this guy has made i mean he was he, yeah he's unbelievable overweight to a point where i mean you know he had trouble pounds? walking yeah, yeah and i mean now this guy is he's running ultra marathons and he's but again he took that accountability he took he made those changes by yeah. saying not me not anymore what can i do to kind of and and you know, the, here, here's your, here's where he is now, and it didn't happen overnight. He was consistent, and you know, we keep on bringing that, that bringing up that word consistency, yeah. super, super key. Yeah. And look where he is now. I Absolutely. mean, like, and who does he have to thank for that? David Goggins. Fuck yeah, man. Yeah. If you, they should either revise the definition or or just add him to it. When you go to accountability in the dictionary, his name <laughs> should just be there, because he grew up. I don't believe he had a father that was present. Mm -hmm. And he may have, I think he may have grown up living with his grandmother. I, I can't exactly remember, but he had, while he was in school, he was uh, racial slurs directed yeah. at him, you know, on a daily basis. Sure. Yeah. Um, Self-esteem was in the toilet. Was in the toilet, didn't have the same opportunity, wasn't, wasn't afforded the same opportunity as other people. Uh, as you mentioned, he was super overweight. And one day he just, he was tired of the bullshit excuses. And he just said, if I'm changing, I'm doing it for me yeah there's no more blame yeah about what happened when i grew up yeah all that kind of stuff i can work through it mm -hmm. and now this guy is just he's, he's it and he he's might, beyond he and he might granted he might be a little hard for some yeah, oh, oh he's not everybody's cup of tea 100 he's not everyone's cup of tea no. no for sure i mean if he has ever cried or if he does cry <laughs> i'm certain it's like drywall nails that come out of his eyes <laughs> but yeah no doubt no. But he is the epitome of accountability. Yeah, he is. He is the epitome of that's. That's a perfect way. And of that's, I, I I respect that very much. Shout out to David Goggins. Yeah, and shout out to all of you for listening. Thank you so much once again for tuning in. Uh, if you haven't done so already, please, please, please slide on over to Instagram and give us a follow at straight.love. That's S T R the number eight dot love. Uh, send us your comments, send us your suggestions on what you'd like to hear about in the future. Ask us questions. We'd love to uh, uh, read questions here on the air. We haven't done that in a while. We'll probably have to no, get yeah. back on that. But uh, uh, even if we don't read them on the air, we always respond to them. So make sure you do that. And if you haven't already done so as well, slide on over to iTunes and give us a rating on uh, their podcast platform there because that really does uh, help us out a great, great deal. And speaking of great, you're fucking great, man. You're fucking great, too. <laughs> love you a bunch, dude. Love you, man. And we love you. Thank you again. Uh, we will talk to you so very soon. <laughs>